Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Gospel for the Nations podcast. This week, we're going to start a new series of podcasts that goes along with the new series we're doing over on the blog, uh, our Truth of Turkeys, the Brown Family's blog. And what it's going to be about is the missionary family. So many times, the person who gets the most attention when we think of a missionary is the man behind the pulpit. Dr. Don Sisk was with us at our church, Vision Baptist Church, and teaching our missionaries and students at the Our Generation Training Center Thursday and Friday. I found it interesting. He talked about when he was the uh, director of BIMI. Of course, he did that for many, many years, did a wonderful job. Dr. Sisk is a missionary statesman. He mentioned that when they counted their missionaries, they always counted the missionary and their wife because that wife was going to learn the language. That wife would do, that wife would do ministry. That wife would spend time in the country. And uh, I think we need to give some attention to the, not the missionary family that's behind the scenes, but the missionary family that is standing with that missionary, that is standing with that preacher, that is standing with the man of God as he faces that country. So today we're going to start off with a podcast about how to pray for the missionary families. And I'm going to do an interview with somebody very special. Matter of fact, to me, the most special person in all the world, my wife. And uh, it's going to be a little interesting because we're in different rooms right now with the, with the mic situation, trying to make sure it sounds the best it can. I'm going to ask her some questions about deputation, about the family, and uh, from the wife's perspective, how you can pray for the missionary family. And I'd encourage you to be, to be encouraged by this to pray more, not just for the missionary, but for the whole family. As they come to your church, as you get that prayer card, as you support them, not only with your finances, but with your prayers. So uh, I will uh, be here in just a moment. We'll be going over to that interview with my beautiful wife, Ashley Brown. Uh, let's start off. I want you to just introduce yourself, tell you who, tell who you are, tell a little bit about our family. And uh, if you will, go ahead and introduce yourself to the folks listening. I'm Ashley Brown. Obviously, I'm Dustin's wife, as he just told you guys. And we have two kids, a two-year-old named Felicity, who thinks that she is the star of everything, and our three-month-old now son, Hudson. And I'm not sure if you guys need to know anything else. <laughs> well, that gives a, a whole lot of information, especially about Felicity, who does think she is the life of the show. That is for sure. Let's go ahead and hop in with just a couple questions. Uh, of course, we're talking about praying for the missionary family. And I wanted the folks who are listening to hear from a missionary wife and just to be able to be honest and transparent about some of the things, difficulties they go through and how you can pray for them, uh, for the Lord to bless, because if a family doesn't make it, the missionary won't make it. So uh, first question, sweetheart, what are some of the difficulties of being married to a missionary? And along with that, what are some of the practical prayer requests that someone could pray, uh, not only for our marriage, but for other missionaries and their marriages? Um, so for me, uh, having to learn not to be selfish with time with my husband, um, he's got to make phone calls and be around the people. Um, at the church and the mission board to try to help, um, help him like train to be better and to learn, learn different things. And, um, he's got to attend classes and just, there's so many things he's got to do, um, to be able to do deputation and be able to get to the mission field. And a lot of times that's away from time that maybe I would like, or, um, sometimes we have to be creative with the time that we have because that would, before deputation that would have been time that we would have spent together at certain times so um i have to learn not to be selfish with that and um 
we try to stay closer to each other, um, even despite not not having as much time as um, we may have had before that we might like to have with each other. Try to stay closer by staying closer to God together and doing devotions and praying together and um, just trying to serve God together whenever possible. And if you do those things, that gives you back a little bit more time that um, some of the different like duties of deputation might um, would take away from. And just as far as praying for us, just pray that we won't um, give in to Satan's attacks to try to turn us against each other. Um, just little nagging stuff will cause arguments. We have plenty of miscommunications that could turn um, a good day bad. Just to believe in Satan's lies about stuff and um, having the wrong kind of um, expectations. Or not really the wrong kind, but just different expectations and not communicating that well. And... Um, Satan can just slip all those things in there and just pray that we won't lose our closeness in the midst of um, the busyness of um, deputation and missionary stuff. You know, I think it's really important to remember, uh, sweetheart, everything you said was perfect and on point. You know, I think it's uh, easy for us to forget that people who are in the ministry, uh, especially, you know, missionaries, because, you know, you'll see one on deputation, on furlough. They'll be in for one night, and they are like the uh, coming hero. They have vision to see a country conquered with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, they are the world changers, and uh, I thank God that you know folks have that view. But we also have to remember that here's the deal: you know, um, missionaries, pastors, evangelists, preachers, church leaders, everyone look at it. You know, they have issues in their marriage like everyone else does. They have the same miscommunications. And I do think it's, uh, just as my wife mentioned, it is good to remember uh, to pray for them as they go through those things because Satan would like nothing better than to rip a missionary's marriage apart because if he does, he can get that missionary off the field. And uh, he Satan can win. You know, if Satan could ruin a deputation missionary's marriage, um, he has ruined that missionary's effectiveness before he even gets to the field. Um, if he gets it on furlough or if he gets it while they're on the field, he stops the work that they are doing for the Lord Jesus Christ. So, I, you know, you got to remember that the marriage of a missionary has got a target on its back. Uh, jump into our next question. Uh, the next question, uh, with in mind what we were saying, how Satan puts a, uh, not as a target on the back of a missionary's marriage, but he'll put a target on the back of that missionary's wife. Uh, because if he can destroy or hurt the missionary wife, he can destroy and hurt the missionary in a lot of cases. Uh, sweetheart, with that in mind, what's the hardest part of being a missionary <laughs> wife? Um, what it, What is the biggest difficulty? Uh, how can people pray for missionaries' wives with these things in mind? Okay, so personally, it's extremely easy for me um, to, uh, whenever I'm getting frustrated and having a hard time with things, and um, just the different stresses of the road or maybe like something in a church might have been stressful or just like the kids acting up or just anything. It's really hard for me just to take it out of my family because they're the ones that are there all the time or just get um, a bad attitude about different things. Um, and that just stems from um, not being uh, as close to God as you need to be, not saying in your Bible as much or praying as much and what helps with that is the opposite of that I'm saying the Bible and um and praying and talking to God but also um something that of whenever I'm I can feel like 
that I'm about to be like that, that there's a song that we'll listen to um, that talks about making much of Jesus. And when you listen to the lyrics um, that just talks about how we're supposed to make it all about him and lift him up, that it's hard to have a pity party for yourself about um, how you're the frustrations you're feeling and it convicts you of like how you're acting towards um, your family and stuff. And it makes you remember um, that you're supposed to be making much of him and glorifying him um, in it all. And the prayer request for that would be just that we won't take our frustrations out so easily in our families and remember to turn to God instead. And um, our husbands are there and he, he can encourage us, but if, he's the only one that we're looking for encouragement from then we're not going to be very encouraged all the time because eventually he's going to have just as bad of a moment as we were at the time and um he's always there and never lets us down and um our our joy needs to come from him and when it does we'll be more likely to be the right kind of wife and mother and friend of people and um just whatever uh title that we want to put in that blank there um will be the right type of person if um we're relying on god to help us through our problems and getting our joy from him um and choosing to let him help us with those frustrations so you mentioned you know everybody's crammed in the same vehicle so like for us we've got a a four-door car and it's me my wife our two kids as my wife mentioned our two-year-old felicity and our three-month-old son hudson um and so many times it's easy as a family, plus when you get on the field, everything's different. The only people you can understand a lot of times uh, are going to be, as you're learning a language, who's going to be your family. Uh, so a lot of times it's easy to take things out on each other. And you know what? That's not just a missionary wife thing. That's a missionary thing. That's definitely a way you can pray for the missionary family, uh, for peace, for harmony, for unity. Um, talking about the two that are in the backseat for us right now, let's transition off of the missionary wife and the missionary's marriage, and let's transition on to kids. Uh, what what are some of the hardest parts of having kids as a missionary wife, and how can people pray uh, for the missionary mom, if we could call it that, uh, or for uh, missionary parents, and also for uh, missionary kids, however you'd like to answer those prayer requests? Um, so kids, especially smaller ones um, that are not very um, – able to understand exactly what you're saying all the time. They don't always cooperate in church and sitting down like they're supposed to, if there's not a nursery, um, they get very wound up after traveling too much. Um, one of our first couple of Sunday night meetings, we traveled like, I don't know how many hours it was, but it was like we had just enough time to leave Sunday morning and get to the Sunday night meeting on time. And, Felicity got out and was literally running in circles around our display table, just like, like a banshee or something. Like she was a very wild child. (laughs) And so they're cooked up in the car. And, um, when they're small, you're already, even without having to travel and go visit other churches, you're having trouble getting them just to sit still when they're two anyway, let alone try to make them do it in church when they have to be quiet and there's people watching you. Um, and I don't really have much advice on sitting still in church yet because we haven't quite got there. But as far as traveling, being hard on them, we try to do fun things. Um, when we travel, like we were up in Maryland, uh, whenever it was the other week, and we got to go um, 
check out Washington, D.C. and walk up to the Lincoln Memorial and see all the stuff there and try to do like something fun like that when we're close enough to do it um, so everybody can get a break and get some extra energy out. Or um, We don't always have time to do this, but we've had other people suggest like trying to get somewhere early enough to go stop at like a play place and let your kids play, which may help her sit still in church, but um, we're still working on that <laughs> and trying to, and it's hard with a three month old to leave any earlier than we already are. But um, just pray for wisdom and patience with that, with them, with that. And uh, pray for them considering all the expectations that are put on them to behave, um, especially like really little ones. They don't understand why they're, not able to just play like they always want to and um why everybody is looking at us whenever um (laughs) they're not being quiet and to um also just pray that we can show them even though they're having to get disciplined a lot and told that they can't have as much fun at times that they want to have fun because it's just a time to sit still um and behave just pray that we can always show them that serving god is the best life ever and that even if they're having a rough time um that it's better than anything the world has to offer any day and just that we can show them that. So through the discipline, they don't just uh, eventually think, Oh, I don't want to serve God. I'm just not going to do it when I grow up. So um, just pray for that. I, I wholeheartedly agree. You know, our kind of our motto in our family is, is we truthfully believe being missionaries is the greatest life in all the world. Uh, we don't believe it. We don't even believe it. We, we live it, and uh, we love being missionaries. We love our life, uh, and mm-hmm. we love that we get to bring our kids along on this journey. I tell my daughter all the time, like every time we, like when we went to D.C., I told her, I said, you know why we get to do this? Because mom and dad's a missionary, and uh, it is a great life, and I want them to know that serving Jesus is the best life in all the world, and I wholeheartedly agree with my wife. Another thing I'd like to just add, Everything she had was great. Um, remember to pray for missionary kids because uh, it's been said before that missionary kids are kind of weird. Um, <laughs> they're they're bilingual. Um, they are they move a lot. I mean, when you understand, you know, you're going to spend a four year term at a home and at a school and with friends, and then you're going to move back home for the back home back to the states. Home's a country you're in. Back to the states, they're gonna have to pick which primary. They're gonna change what primary language they use. They're gonna see people. Um, you know, they're gonna see grandma and grandpa for the first time in four years, and they may not even realize who grandma and grandpa is. And grandma and grandpa's a little hurt because of that. Now, you know, those kids have got to deal with that. Um, grandma and grandpa can't understand why uh, Johnny and why Susie won't speak English to them because they're not used to speaking English. They're used to speaking. Spanish or Turkish or Chinese or Japanese or whatever the country, uh, languages of that country. Um, so, you know, definitely pray for missionary kids. Uh, they have a hard time adjusting because they're readjusting all the time. So those are some great things, Speedy. A final question I'll ask is this. Um, what's, what's hard about deputation as a missionary wife? Uh, so much is said these days about deputation as difficulties. Now, for my wife answers this, I like to say, and I know she would wholeheartedly agree with me on this, we love deputation. Mm-hmm. It is a great life. Uh, we have no horror stories. Uh, I'm not just saying this because our supporting churches listen to this podcast <laughs> or because a church we, we've been in says, I will tell this to anybody. I have no horror stories. All the churches we've been to 
have been sweet, loving churches that love missionaries. And let me say this, if you are a missionary or missionary wife and you're having a hard time on deputation, um, I, I would tell you to um, work on your walk with the Lord and work on uh, your attitude because deputation is like everything. If you have a great mm-hmm. attitude about it, deputation will be great. If you have a bad attitude about it, it's going to stink. And uh, I think that when we're serving the Lord, we'll have a great attitude about it. And uh, not just for our own sakes, but for our kids' sakes. Not just for our kids' sake, but for the churches we go to sake. Uh, they don't, we don't want uh, churches to believe that missionaries are grouches. Uh, we <laughs> want them to believe that we are folks who are excited about living for Jesus. Uh, but with all that being said, there are difficulties. There's difficulties in every walk of life. If I was doing an interview with a uh, business, a Christian businessman's wife, I could say, what are the difficulties of being a Christian businessman's wife? And she'd have some, even if she loved her, uh, loved her life and loved her husband and loved her kids. Um, so with all that in mind, what, what are those hard, uh, what, what, what's hard about deputation as a missionary wife? And how can people pray for missionaries' wives that are on deputation? Okay, so before I say that, just because I'm a random person and stuff pops in my mind, um, when you said the Grouch's comment, now I'm imagining like our mission board with <laughs> Oscar the Grouch prayer card uh, <laughs> circling around um, and, and trying to imagine different people's face on it. Not because they're a grouch, but just because it would be funny to see them as a Muppet or, w- or whatever Sesame Street character or whatever that is. I would um, really, I would really hope so. that Oscar the Grouch started into missions that he would pick another mission board. Uh, I don't know if I want Oscar the Grouch joining the Vision family. Yeah. But... So sorry. Um, so like, other than traveling whenever it's long and that being rough on us sometimes, not just like, oh, I don't want to travel, but like it can physically uh, get to you because it wears you down. Like other than other than that, um, that's not like the hardest part, but. Like, I like to add that in there because I don't think people think about, like, um, about that part because you drive, like, 20, 30 minutes somewhere. It might not affect you, but you drive, like, five hours somewhere. You're like, man, I'm just, that was a long trip, and you're just sitting there, but it still gets to you. But other than um, that, the hardest part for me, I think, is just knowing that everybody is watching me. And sometimes I just feel like you have to be okay all the time. And that if you're too transparent about certain things that it could, that it, that it could hurt your family on deputation or, um, I am a very, um, an overly emotional person and don't hide (laughs) the different emotions. Well, my husband's laughing because he knows, he knows that all too well. Um, so she's, she's likely to cry before she finishes, finishes answering this question. Well, (laughs) no, I'm probably not going to cry. I don't think, but like, if I'm like happy about something or I'm going to about to laugh about something, you're probably going to be able to look at my face and tell it because it's really hard. Like my face shows everything about me. And so whenever I'm having those frustrated moments with the kids or maybe we might've just fought about something because we we're listening to the lies of Satan that come into our heads and it's, we're about to walk into the uh, meeting. Um, it, it's, it's really hard not to let the bad emotions show um, when we get in there and, uh, so that, that's being like, a, everybody before I started deputation, people described it like being in a fishbowl and that, that really is, it's really intimidating. And, um, 
just have to really watch that. Just pray that um, that we would be able to that. Well, I say we because I'm sure there's so many other missionary wives that that deal with that. Just pray that um, we'll better know how to to hide the angry emotions and maybe to deal with them before it gets to the point where we feel like we have to um, hide the bad ones that we can truly not have them and um, to be happier, more content in what we're doing. Um, Not to let that get in our head too much, but also pray that we wouldn't lose our time with God in the busyness of everything of packing and traveling, taking care of the kids and spending time with our husbands whenever there's time to spend with them and going to meetings and helping. Um, I don't know how much everybody else does with this, but I know I help with a lot of the correspondence um, because my handwriting is better. Um, my husband <laughs> her, comes up with the stuff, but uh, her grammar past, is better. Yeah, she, she's pastors, a smart one. If you get a, a letter and think that my husband's handwriting's really girly, he just got me to write it for him, but it's his words, I promise. Um, so just different stuff like that. Just pray that like the busyness won't keep us from our our time with God. Um, kind of like the Mary and Martha situation. Um, in whatever chapter of the Bible that is that I'm not able to remember right now. Um, I just know when I lose track of those things and let the busyness keep me from being what I need to be as a Christian, um, it it makes everything worse, um, especially like the, the emotions that come up when I feel like I'm in the fishbowl situation or whenever I'm struggling with uh, well, a couple points back that we talked about uh, with taking stuff out on your family and uh i know my husband can definitely tell it uh if, i'm sure my two-year-old could probably tell it sometimes but not as much as if she was older and um it, it, it's going to come out through into our meetings i'm sure if um if i'm not who i who i need to be with god um before we get there so well, yeah i think she, that's all on that <laughs> she talked about being in the fishbowl as long as nobody's fishing in the fishbowl i think we'll be okay <laughs> But uh, uh, so I, my now I sent my wife these questions and the last thing that I was going to ask was her final thoughts. And she told me she had no final thoughts. So <laughs> I'm going to uh, I'm gonna ask her something different that she wasn't expecting, uh, but it, <laughs> nothing too bad or too oh hard uh, as final thoughts. Just tell us uh, just a couple, just two quick things. Number one, uh, I want people to know. As we mentioned, that the ministry is great. Uh, I want young ladies who may listen to this to know um, not to be afraid to marry a preacher or to marry a missionary. So I want you, just as closing thoughts, to tell how you truthfully feel about being married to a man in ministry and how you feel about uh, that marriage putting you into ministry. And uh, then also any just general prayer requests you would have. And if you don't have any, just say, pray for us so <laughs> go ahead <laughs> okay um man now i gotta remember what you say because i forget so easy um, uh, how, how do you feel about being a missionary's wife okay you let the let's do like know. one part at a time um, right. i really do love it uh I, I have frustrations but i'd have frustrations if my husband was a garbage collector um, it was yeah. All my clothes would stink. I'd be very frustrated. Oh man, please don't <laughs> quit being a missionary and do that. Um, but so there's like frustrations and like 
bad stuff's gonna happen, but it's gonna happen, like, no matter what you're doing in life, but, like, there's a lot more good than bad things that happen whenever we think that we're having a bad life. It's it's most likely because we're just dwelling on the bad things instead of dwelling on the good things and the stuff that God that God does for us. I, I feel like um, being a missionary is uh, and, and being on dip, well being on deputation. Well, we're not to the field yet, but it's uh, showed us like how to how to trust God a lot more and showed us how He can provide even more so than then we even would think about it uh, just a regular, uh, like a regular job or just um, even when we lived in Arkansas uh, pastoring before we moved here. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's just amazing to get to see how God uh, works in providing and works in our lives and uh, through um, our lives and what we do, what, what we get to do in the churches. Um, it's a lot of fun. I I enjoy getting to spend the extra time with my husband. I know I say that said before earlier that there's times like where I don't get to see him and I don't feel like I get enough time. That's just because I like me around him. Um, but I feel like I get more time now than, than before we started deputation. It's just, you got to focus on uh, the little things and not be picky about what you consider quality time um, or togetherness. I, not sure if I'm still answering the question, so if you can you remind are. me of what else I needed um, to say. Any prayer requests <laughs> that you would have personally for yourself or our family, anything you'd like to say that's a prayer request? Uh, just pray for us because I don't know. No, thank you. <laughs> Great answer. Um, I know that she answered the question uh, at the Women Behind the Scenes when she was on the um, – the missionary wives panel to pray for our kids um, as we learn and teach them. And, uh, you know, we've only been parents for two years now, so we're new at this like everyone else. And as we travel a lot, pray for our kids um, and for us to lead them properly. And then also uh, my wife, uh, she wouldn't say this, but one of the other missionary wives mentioned she lost her mom uh, about a month ago, a little over a month ago now. And uh, while we were on the road, and there was a lot of difficulties with that, as it would be any time you lose a parent. So definitely be something you could pray for her. And uh, I will put this last plug in here. Pray that we get our support raised. Yes, and, please. And uh, we love deputation. <laughs> that. But we, uh, I think we would love to get to the country of Turkey and uh, to get into a home in Turkey so my wife can get settled down, uh, to learn the Turkish language together. Um you know, for our kids to grow up in Turkey and most importantly for us to be able to win souls, plant churches and train leaders in the country of Turkey as God has called us to do. So uh, thank y'all for joining us for another podcast. Uh, I'd like to close this out by saying, find the missionary family to pray for this week. Look through the prayer cards in your Bible or on the refrigerator, wherever you put them and pray for those families, pray for that husband, pray for that wife, pray for those kids. Um, And if you can't find a prayer card or think of a missionary, Uh, I think the Brown family to the country of Turkey would be the best (laughs) ones for you to pray for this week. So thank you for joining us. Uh, We will be back at you at the beginning of next week with another podcast, a story from the road. You will not want to miss it. I want to tell you about my friend Kazar next week, um, who uh, we're praying will come to Christ and that we're working to get to come to Christ. So that'll be our story for the road next week. So join us for that. And then next week, um, the end of next week, 
we'll have another podcast and I'm going to be doing another interview with my wife and uh, where you can actually get to know her as <laughs> uh, where she's from, about her salvation story. And I want y'all to know who she is because she means the world to me. So join us next week for that. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your prayers. God bless you until next time. And remember, get the gospel to the nations.